fed up with the current state of wrestling? Our hosts discuss things from the wrestling archives and enter the ring for WrestleShock. Now, join Alan Price and Chris Bent for their commentary. And welcome one and all to episode two of WrestleShock. Yes, it is episode two, everybody. I am Alan Price, and alongside me, as always, is my trusty companion. Companion? I don't know, it just came off the top of my head. Right, I don't mean it as in your number two or anything, but... Uh, but, right. but Yes, hello. I'm Chris Fent. Uh, yes, well, you're not here with me all the time because I did an Operation Retroshock recording with Andy Evans from Total Wrestling Show. And you weren't here, so you missed out on the fun because we were doing, discussing the last two episodes of Season 4. So there. <laughs> Let me speak immediately. No. The reason I was not here is because I was on holiday with no communications, no internet. Well, I did. Could you use phone? But I did have telephone, but it was like ancient Motorola Razor phone, and it'd be like so rubbish to type because iPhone English just and that is your message typed. Whereas it takes about 20 minutes to write a simple, like, four sentence text. You have to go, like, Brad, I want to say the word and, so I have to hit number two once, and I have to hit number six twice, and then I have to hit number three once. It'd be like too many pressing up buttons. But anyway, it's time for uh, episode two of Wrestle Shock. And what are we doing this episode, Chris? Well, we were going to do like some character DVD uh, character reviews, like Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase, or Mr. Perfect, or Edge. And then we thought, no, we'll stick on the trusty route of doing the year in review. Since Superfan Ben asked for 2003, um, it was a special request, and as Ben organized, if you listen to the Christmas special of Operation Retro Shock, my lovely uh, Back to the Future special item, we just thought we'd. Return the favor and yeah, and it has Miss Merke, which is his favorite wrestler. Is Miss Merke? I don't know who that is. Who is Mister Merke? It's somebody. He has loads of big muscles, and he's that's a strange uh, handlebar mustache that looks quite familiar. Yes, it's Popeye with a mustache. All right, dude. So, are we going to jump yep. right into this? Yes. Radio. So we start on the nineteenth of January, two thousand and thrice. The Royal Rumble fleet. Uh, center Boston uh, obviously we have this is an interesting one because we have a Royal Rumble qualifying match on the night yeah with Brocky Brocky Brock Lesnar versus Big Show with Paul Heyman and the winner of this advances to the Royal Rumble and would also get I th- believe it was number 27 28 so good number yes so a uh, good number down the pegging order thing I always find with Brock Lesnar and Big Show matches. I was always fascinated with them because I remember when there was a house show in Belfast, they faced off against one another. Mm-hmm. And I was in awe seeing them wrestle because obviously everybody knows Brock's a tank of a guy and does so many weightliftings and all that sort of stuff. But I think it was just amazing for everybody that every time Brock managed to lift Big Show up, yeah. be able to deliver like the AF5 to him, it was always pretty memorable. And of course, obviously, you have. It's in the top 100 moments of SmackDown, pretty high up. Is it not number one? Or no, number one's number like the Eddie. I think it's number two. Yeah. Um, 
Start the ring going, ah! The superplex off the top rope, and then my Kyola just goes, blah, blah, and just falls like over. like wibble wobble. Uh, because the ring just goes, when it's like, and then you just hear Taz going, holy, and then bleep. Yes. You play. Oh dear. But yeah, pretty good wee match, but this was again, obviously, still Brock, obviously, if you listen to the previous episode, was in his build-up period in, you know, 2001, 2002. Uh-huh. So this was him going on and being... He was pretty much top-notch here at this stage. Yeah, because this was like his kind of big push, you know, because obviously the big show had aligned himself. This, is when, this is when Brock had went face. Yeah. Because obviously Paul Heyman and all had... Uh, I was going to say the S-word there, but I'm not going to do it. Uh, but basically caused Brock to lose the title by setting with the big show, so... Uh-huh. This is the whole big part of it as well. But... Uh, Next on the card, another big one was the Dudley Boys and Landstorm and William Regal to win the tag team titles. This was the Dudleys winning another tag team title to their, is it 23 now or something? Mm, something like that. Something poop. But uh, this is before, obviously, Devon was a wee bit on the chubby side and, well, Bubba was always chubby. So Blubber. Blubber Ray Dudley. Blubber! But, uh, yeah, Landstorm and William Regal... A good team when you think of it in the sense of uh, technical wrestling and that sort of thing, but when it comes to character based and WWE. Not the most exhilarating of tag teams. If I could be serious for a minute. um, Hello! Their characters were just very kind of similar in the sense of a bit mundane and just very monotone. Yeah, because Regal was very, you know, pompous and didn't really say an awful lot and. You know, they, they weren't the best tag team for giving promos and that kind of thing. Yes. You know, um, I think you'd pay to watch Landstorm and William Regal wrestle rather than talk. This is true. This is true. Um, so we had uh, then also Tori Wilson beating Don Marie. Oh. Isn't this around the time there was the whole Al Wilson thing, or am I yeah. mistaken? Yeah, yeah Al-, Al Wilson either had died at this point, in inverted commas, because him and Don Marie in a hotel room getting freaky deaky and then he has a heart attack and then they very much like the Teddy Long storyline of a few years then later they both have a fight at the um, funeral home and all this here nonsense which was just absolutely stupid and it was pretty bad yep it was pretty bad yeah I don't really remember anything about this match um, at all it wouldn't be one to remember anyway no but also we have um World Heavyweight title, Big Papa Pump, Scott Steiner, beating the champion Triple H, but by disqualification. These matches just stank the high side, so they did. Because I think it was at, uh, there was, um, he, he fought before um, Scott Steiner and Triple H, or maybe this was the first time they fought, and just the crowd was chatting, this is boring, because all Scott Steiner could do was suplexes. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Because he was wrecked enough here, let alone yeah. he's been like in TNA. It's just, a, it's just a case of, you know, WWE brought him in and... Um, Picked him up d- a hell of a lot, gave him his own debut and all in Madison Square Garden of all places. He didn't really live up to the hype, so to speak, because then if we look at the next pay-per-view, we have the same match again. A lot of twos in that one. A lot of twos, quite literally a lot of poos. Uh, then we had the WWE title match, which was... Uh, Champion Kurt Angle facing off against Captain Planet. 
Yeah, but Kurt Angle had Team Angle by his side, and uh, Captain Planet, he had Planet spraying with, like, water in Kurt Angle's face with the rings, and going like, Hey, man, what you doing? Hey, what's up with that? I and then know. Captain Planet got a stun innovation at the end of the match as well. Yes, I remember that, yeah, that's yeah. right. Um, yeah, but uh, that was more so because it was a memorable match, and you can never go wrong with a match between these two guys, and... It's just that it's not something you can really readily watch these days, to be honest with you. Aye, because that was the thing. When I was away on holidays, I had WrestleMania 17 with me, and what I was watching through the pay-per-view, mm-hmm. and it, I was I'd been watching, I think, the, the match before it would be in the European title match with Eddie Guerrero and Test, and then yeah. we're going on to these two guys. And I watched Angle come out, and I watched... Uh, Chris come out and I was just like I'd love to watch this match but I just can't because mm. I just look at him now and I yeah. just I just can't see past it yeah. it's really really hard because you look at his face now and the way he always looked and you just think you just see you just see killer now mm-hmm. and I'm not trying to be funny it's a simple case of it's one of the sad things as well as like the match him and Eddie had at ECW mm-hmm. I l- would love to watch that match again, but I can basically get to the point of I watch Eddie's entrance and be like yeah. sad because Eddie's dead, but then I just have to skip. Yeah. Because I just can't it's watch him much, come yeah. out. Sure, I have his autobiography DVD, and I'll never ever watch that. I don't think ever again. No. You just you just can't because. And it's not as if it was something that happened yesterday. But anyway, we digress. Uh, obviously, then Brock Lesnar won the Royal Rumble by last <gasps> eliminating. Spoiler. I know, but it's 2003. If you haven't seen it by now, then you should have. You should really. Like, it was eight years you should ago. have. It was like eight years ago, so really, you should have seen it. Um, but again, this is just Brock going from strength to strength to strength. And again, Undertaker putting him over. Yeah, because Undertaker got thrown out, and then he was just like lying down, just like looking up the ring, just going, oh well. He, he kind of got me, and then coming in, shaking his hand, and that kind of thing. And then, obviously, uh, like, not so long ago. Undertaker was like with his squeeze and they were at the UFC pay-per-view and Brock was like Ur! and Undertaker was like Ur! and it's like I don't like you and it's like it's not good the relationship is not good anyways next pay-per-view is No Way Out in the Bell Centre in Montreal Quebec Canada home of Sylvain Grenier uh, on the 23rd of the 2nd or 2 2003 extra match Rey Mysterio versus Jimmy Noble from Sunday Night Heat epicness not really. Um, first standout match would have been on this card: Chris Jericho and Jeff Hardy. Chris Jericho beating Jeff. Yeah, because Jeff Hardy had. This was this is before Jeff obviously left and came back. This was at the time whenever he was like losing and he was like um, aligned um, with. He was like aligned with Shawn Michaels. This is true. Because then Shawn Michaels was banned from ringside and he wasn't allowed to come down, and then Jericho. Beat Hardy, and then I think he was doing something. I think he was still. He didn't break the walls of Jericho or something, and then Shawn Michaels ran down. Oh, there's nothing to say! Because it was the King and Coach commentating on this. I hate Coach. What up, G? But, uh, yeah, like you said, not breaking the walls of Jericho, but unlike everybody nowadays, he was able to break the walls of Jericho in like every single match, including Rey Mysterio. What the hell? (laughs) Um, WTH, mate. (laughs) 
World Tag Team title match, champions Landstorm and William Regal beat Rob Van Dam and Kane. Oh. So obviously between these two pay-per-views, the Dudleys had in fact lost the titles. Woo-hoo. It's like, well done guys, well done. But on merit, Landstorm and William Regal, wrestling ability, worthwhile giving them the titles. But again, this is around the time when RVD and Kane were tagging and the build-up to eventually Kane losing the mask. Which was stupid. It was stupid because it was like when Triple H was like, I am in charge, I win a million titles. <laughs> uh, cruiserweight title. Yay! Matt Hardy, because this be around the time that Matt would be like, oh, I have to lose weight. Um, stay under and he stripped down his kecks and be like, I'm ready. It's good. <laughs> um, but yes, Matt Hardy beat the most stupid man in the wrestling business today, Billy Kidman, because he left away with Tory Wilson. But we keep saying that every single time. But obviously, yes, this is when Matt won the title. And there was the whole debate leading into WrestleMania 19 about can he keep the weight off yeah. to be able to hold on to the title sort of thing. There was the whole Shannon helping him train. And yeah. Which yeah, was very, very much Very much like the um, Vince Sheehan, whenever Vince was training for Austin. And then Sheehan was getting into, like chasing chicken and all that kind of stuff. No, because I remember looking... You know, remember back and watching this at the time, I hated this Matt Hardy character. Mm-hmm. Again, because I'd been used to him being so much a face with the Hardy Boys. Yeah. Um, but now looking back, it was the most fresh character for him that he could have ever had. Yeah, because his character now in TNA is just dreadful. He's just like, look at me, I'm evil. <laughs> oh, cold blood or something stupid. He's like, yep, you're stupid. Bye bye. Matt <laughs> um, <laughs> Hardy. Undertaker beating the Big Show, mm, not the best of matches, really. Mm, like, probably like not. You said number two. Again, this probably leads to. Does yeah, it this yeah, it does lead to yeah. Because this be around the time when Undertaker be having like his protege, like Nathan. That's a didgeridoo there. Yeah, Nathan Jones, and he's like he's like a genuine criminal or something like that. He would future the horses from Boggle Road, who also be in the film Troy with Brad Pitt, and he be blown up by Stone Cold Steve Austin and condemned after flying off a cliff. Well, that's what he gets. He'd be like, you stupid boy. <laughs> uh, handicap match Brock Lesnar and Captain Planet uh, beat Kurt Angle and the world's greatest tag team Sheldon Benjamin and Charlie Haas this was obviously meant to feature Edge but this is the time that Edge had his neck yes. problems so then this was whenever Edge this is kind of the surgery that led to Edge then retiring um, yeah this was basically what he described as the time where he was wrestling on borrowed time he yeah. would come back from that surgery and Basically, everything was a bonus, and it was a hell of a bonus because he went on and won tons of world titles, um, which is fair play to him. Um, but obviously, this around this time, World's Greatest Tag Team was really, really it was nice and fresh to see. Yeah. Sort because wasn't it, wasn't there meant to be like an original plan that it was original? It was going to be something like it was going to be Charlie and his brother Russ as a tag team, and it was mm-hmm. going to be Shelton and Brock as a tag team because was it? Shelton and Brock had done amateur together. Yeah. So that was the original plan, was to have Amateur them. porn? Amateur wrestling, Christopher. <laughs> Alright, okay. Same difference. Um, but they'd done amateur wrestling together, so they were going to be a tag team, and then it was going to be Charlie and his brother Russ. Yeah. And as everybody knows, Russ, unfortunately, passed away. Before. Yeah, that's why he has it written on his... Hand always... Well, yeah. on his tape, on his uh, hand, when he wrestles, and why his son is named Russ, so... All like that, but... In a way, sad, obviously, that his brother passed away... 
but I think him and Shelton made a fantastic tag team, and as you can see nowadays, still, yeah. ROH, they just recently won their tag team titles at ROH, so they're still they're still out there and doing very well, and supposedly there's chance that Shelton Benjamin could be coming back to the WWE because he did a dark match not too long ago, and they were very impressed, so... Well, I, don't, I don't know what they were expecting at Shelton Benjamin after all. He's an athletic, you know. I th- I th- I would think that seeing a Shelton Benjamin Kofi Kingston feud would be quite interesting. It would be interesting. It's just a case of supposedly it was maybe what they said. Maybe supposedly about tr- Mickey James towards the end, and that she didn't really she couldn't really be bothered. Yeah. Shelton had got a wee bit, you know, not bothered. All he effectively was there for year on year was the Money in the Bank match. Carlito still with the WWE. No, Carlito's long gone. I think he was mm. released around the time Shelton. I can't remember if he was or not. Car- I know, I know, Primo is, but I think he'll be for the job soon. I wouldn't be surprised. Chop suey, Primo. <laughs> but what a wee bit going off there. Um, again, what about Tagmash? Triple H versus Scott Steiner beat Scott Steiner. Not much to talk about. Um, Triple H had Ric Flair, Batista, and Randy Orton with him. Evolution. Yes, I know, but it's like Scott Steiner versus Triple H. What's Rick Flair, but he's <laughs> So, in other words, he had no chance. Um, then we have Steve Austin versus Eric Bischoff. The returning Stone Cold Steve Austin after taking his ball t- and going home. Yeah, and then the lead up to this was that Bischoff had to sign Austin within 30 days, otherwise he was going to get fired. And then Vince fired him, and then JR came down to the ring and said, like, uh, as I, spoke to, as I spoke to Austin, done deal. Uh, no way I done deal. And then he hires him again. And then those two have a match. And I just remember the reaction whenever Austin came out and how ripped. That was the only time that you saw Austin near enough with a six pack. Not of beer, but on his gut. Yeah, that's a um, pretty rare occurrence for him. And then wearing jean shorts. Yeah. Not like his normal. I was wearing more his casual stuff that you would yeah. only saw him in. Um, but. Even though that match was a squash, because obviously Bischoff mm-hmm. being a black belt, you know, in karate and all, a really competitive match. But yeah, so that, that yeah, Austin obviously lost that match. Of course, we are joking. Austin, <laughs> of course, won that match. Um, there was so many stunners and stuff, and then Jr. Going, "Will you talk about that whooping?" And then Coach going, "Like Jr., sit down. Everyone stand. Why can I stand?" Like. Calm down, JR. You're a wee bit over exaggerating stuff like um, you are, but nowadays doing your jumping jacks backstage. Don't do that again, please. I like you, but please, no. Uh, well, have you seen he's in that country whipping match? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The lead up to that match on Raw was that. Yeah. Did you hear about his hand? I broke his knuckle the other week on, on Raw. Yeah, because he wrecked Cole's tooth. Apparently, Cole's tooth went in his hand or something. Oh, well, Cole deserves it. Um, Check one, two. Oh, yeah. But obviously, by the time you hear this, we're going to be pretty close to the country whooping match. Uh, it would have been after, because it's, like, tomorrow. Is it tomorrow? Sure. Yeah. I don't know. Sorry, that's giving away the date we're recording <laughs> this. But, anyways. Uh, the next match, such a random, random place to put this. This is Rock versus Hulk Hogan. The rematch. Now, how come he's billed here as Hulk Hogan, whereas whenever he comes out, it's Hollywood Hulk Hogan? I've just noticed that. Yeah. I just wonder why that is. It's maybe the way they, it's because a lot of the audience still had been getting used to, obviously, Hogan had only just came back within the last year or so. Um, and 
they're still trying to want, they weren't wanting to just go to I know it really shouldn't be that confusing just going from Hollywood Hulk Hogan to Hulk Hogan because yeah. you've got two of the three words there but it was maybe a case that they just didn't want to change it up so much to alienate the audience but we all know who he is anyway so that's okay what did you think of this in comparison to the first one? awful it really, really. I think uh, basically you knew it wasn't going to be good when they decided, you know what we'll do? We'll have a rematch, the biggest match that has happened in pretty much WWE history, and uh, put that in a way out. Yeah. Instead of putting that at a Royal Rumble or a SummerSlam or whatever. But he, this match is only really remembered for The Rock's new music. Which was cool. And that's the only thing I, I think it's remembered for, and obviously. The lights go out and then. Any cup tea? No, the lights go out. I mean, in the match, oh, sorry, the lights sorry, go yeah, out, yeah. and then it's a case of you know the Rock is you know a heel now and all this here and obviously. And he just doesn't work as a heel. It's just it was just a very strange match. It was just booked so odd, you know, with like Iran Sylvain Grenier or whatever it was. Um, I always get him and the other Rene Dupree mixed up. Yeah. Um, I just thought it was a very, very strange match, to mm. be honest with you. And it wasn't one of Hogan's or Rock's better match. Yeah. You know, obviously they tried to... Because obviously this was around the time that Rock was pretty much Hollywood. You know, yeah. this That was the whole reason for him going heel, is that, mm. you know, everybody should be respecting him. He's yeah. a movie star, but they aren't. But, so his mind wasn't on the job. And I think Hogan was just like... Yeah, let's just get on. I just it. think it was a case of obviously with you had your heel and you had your baby face character in this one, whereas the other one you had your heel and your baby face character, and it was very, um, you know, like obviously that crowd made that match. Mm-hmm. Whereas obviously it wasn't a case of Hollywood Hulk Hogan's going to turn back to his black and white, mm-hmm. and The Rock's going to turn back to being, you know, the the eyeboy raisin, trail brazen, you know, yeah, yeah, na na na, as say. Ah. Um, but it's nowhere near a patch on the original. Mm. It's almost like having two different people in that match. Yeah, in my opinion, because it's a complete swap to what they originally did. Yeah, it's just yeah. like what. But I would normally watch. I've watched this pay-per-view not too long ago, and I actually got up to the Austin Bischoff match and then watched their en- entrance, and I was just like, yeah, that's, that'll um, do for me. That'll do. Yeah. So, moving on, WrestleMania 19 from Safe Cool Field, Seattle, Washington. Oh, oh, yeah! Which was the 30th of the 3rd, 2003, or in the American Data System, 3-30-2003. Is this really the end of Hulkamania? Will Austin make a 3-for-3? Three three? Can Booker T best the game? Kurt Angle. Can he take the pain? I don't know, can he? And apparently, two hours of DVDs extras. The Road to WrestleMania. WrestleMania Weekend, Postmaster Interviews, WrestleMania Retro, 10 Superstars Reveal of Favorite Mania Moments, Hogan vs. McMahon, 20 Years in the Making, WrestleMania Promotional Spots, Goldberg! Goldberg! The next his, night on Raw. His WWE's debut, and more. For me, <laughs> with the Goldberg match... Why did, with Goldberg? Why didn't he just make an appearance at WrestleMania? Yeah, you know, fair enough. The Rock was going to win, you know, because he, obviously he beats Austin. <gasps> Spiders. We're going to talk about that match in a minute or two. 
Mate, if you haven't seen it, it was like eight years ago, so get with no, it. No, I'm not talking about that as I mean as in in show context. It'd be like, I know, doing? but what I'm saying is that I don't understand why, with Rock fighting his opponent, mm-hmm. why Goldberg didn't like make an appearance and do something and yeah. it kind of led to that match. Well, the only th- the only reason I can think of is the fact of they didn't want Goldberg to interrupt what was Austin's final moment. But we'll get there. Uh, first match. Cruiserweight title match again. Champion Slim Pickens Matt Hardy beat Jumpin' Bean. That's my cartilage, Rey Mysterio. He'd be the Flash. He'd be cool. No, he'd not be cool because he's Rey Mysterio, and he still be getting towards uh, dodgy knees time at this stage. And then last WrestleMania, he'd be Captain America. Captain Planet? Oh wait, no, that's somebody else. Sorry, my bad. Um, the Cruiserweight title match was a decent enough wee match, so it was in my opinion. But again, it'd be your typical crowd warmer upper mm. sort of thing then we have on our list uh, the handicap match which was the Undertaker facing off against Big Show and A-Train uh, which was Albert uh, he'd be all naked and you see all his hair and it'd be like because <laughs> Nathan Jones was laid out by the FBI not the uh, FBI like America you know full-blooded Italian the ECW post as in WWE rip-off of the original FBI with Johnny Stamboli and all that sort of stuff Nunzio yeah so that's why And but then he came down and did like a crap roundhouse kick and the referee kind of went I put his hands up and went like oh I'll allow it and then the because he was originally meant to be in the match anyway even though it was announced there it would be a handicap yeah. match and then the Undertaker won and this for me is one of the Undertaker Taker's crappest WrestleMania matches. Yeah, it was. A, you can tell it was thrown together because they weren't confident in Nathan Jones' ability. Come home plate, did you do? Get I mate. Gonna go down to the diner. Okay. Uh, women's title match: Trish Stratus beat, beat the champion Victoria and Jazz the Man to win the title. Trish looked mighty fine, and that's about the height of it. Yep. And did she win? Yes, that's what I said. She beat the champ, Victoria. Uh, Victoria was the champ. This is whenever Victoria had Stephen Richards with her. Ugh, that was crazy. I didn't never like Stephen Richards. I appreciate what he's done and what he's went through and all that sort of stuff, but he was never someone who completely stood out to me in the ring. No, especially in the right to censor. With the You just can't do it justice at all. Warning. <laughs> Uh, WWE Morning. Tag Team Title Match uh, Shelton Benjamin and Charlie Haas versus Los Guerreros and Captain Planet and Rhino <laughs> whenever Rhino comes out though if you look in the back bum bum. oh no that's Ultimate Warrior no uh, Warrior? <laughs> Ultimate Warrior even whenever Rhino comes out if you look at the Titan Tron thing behind him it actually has Team Angle yeah it has the wrong it has his it doesn't have his Titan Tron it's like oh oh mess up somebody getting fired that's nearly like remember the time when Candice Michelle was coming back no sorry Melina was coming back from injury um, and it was like Candice and Mickey were like out at the ring but it was like right when Candice was about to come up and you just see Melina's you know the Melina word come up on the Titan Tron and then you just hear Candace's music kicking in is like, oh, you in trouble now. <laughs> Damn. I'd be like the person who go like, hello, pyro button. Oh no, that's a fire Undertaker. Oops. Oh, and Jeff Hardy go boom, boom too. Uh. <laughs> oh, you, did you see that whenever on SmackDown there from last Friday? Kofi was coming down the ring and Sheamus came out. But you know the way Kofi does his boom, 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 boom and then he like jumps up in the air and goes boom. And then boom. He did that. But then Seamus came out, but there were still fireworks, so you just saw Seamus run and then ducking. 
That's awesome. like his ginger hair almost caught on fire. Oh no, man. <laughs> Meta ginger. <laughs> uh dear. Um, but it was, Who won that? It was uh, Team Angle, the champions, Shelton Benjamin and Charlie Haas won that match. But uh, obviously memorable because this be... Rubbish. No, it is not be rubbish because you have the Guerreros, you have Chavo and you have Eddie. One of the best tag teams in history in my opinion. Mm. That's, that's not very nice. Their vignettes as Los Guerreros oh, were good. Were but fantastic. they're fantastic. But I... Can't honestly remember a lot of Los Guerrero great matches, if I'm honest. I can remember a lot of Eddie matches, mm-hmm. but not. I always preferred Eddie as a singles compared to rather. Well, again, game. another thing when I was away on holiday, I watched oh, Eddie's when DVD. I, was on holiday, I, was I watched many Eddie's DVD. DVD. I just went down, I thought, watch some porn and then some DVDs. Calm down, it'd be PG show! <laughs> he'd be looking at me going, yeah. It'd be PG show, none of that, please. He'd be going, like, yeah, I have to give it back to you. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, there was uh, one or two uh, Guerrero matches in that, and I actually really enjoyed them because one of them was in fact against Team Angle, though. It was very, very cool. Um, Shawn Michaels and Chris Jericho. Obviously, if everybody, if you go back, back, I think it's like episode 14 or something 15. like that. 14, 15, sort of that area of Operation Retrotalk Past. Um, you will see our interview with Chris Jericho. Mm-hmm. Um, he says that favorite matches are kind of like, you know, down to anyone's personal preference and that sort of thing. But of course, obviously, because Sean was one of his idols growing up, yeah. it meant so much to him. And again, it has to be up there for WrestleMania matches. You know, yes. the best WrestleMania matches. Yeah, because this was one that we were talking about on the crossover with uh, TWS. Mm-hmm. Um, that this was a lot of. Um, and a lot of people's top three. Mm-hmm. I know it's in my one of mine. Um, mm-hmm. It's just very. It's a really w- good match, and you know, obviously, Shawn Michaels wins, and then you think that, uh, oh, here's the handshake, and then yeah. he gets a swift kick, and the who has, and then Shawn Michaels kind of like, uh, and Jericho just pushes away and spits on him, and then just walks. They all like crying baby and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Just going, eh, eh. But it's a it's a really good match and one that I never get tired of yeah, watching. It's one of the rare few that you'll never get sick of. Um, we have the world heavyweight title match, which was Triple H beating oh. Booker T, which was a major. This was an awful. We've jumped from one of the great matches of all time to one of the most forgettable WrestleMania um, world title matches of all time. The only thing I remember about this was I think Triple H was wearing white boots and stuff. Yeah, I think you're right. And then Booker T. I didn't like the lead up to this match because it was very much a case of with Booker T being... I have to try carefully here. With Booker T being black, it was kind of a case of, um, you know, they were playing like the, the, the black card a lot of yeah. a lot in this, and I didn't particularly enjoy that. No. Um and the only thing I really remember about this match as well was Booker T um, trying to do a like splash, and kind of did it wrong. Oh, I does his he does like flip over leg drop thing or something. Yeah, he tries and to do. kind of was stupid looking. Just went all rubbish, poopy. But now our first off another well, obviously Shawn Michaels and Chris Jericho can be involved in being called a big match, but it was a lot further down the card in terms of an attraction. Then our next three matches because the first one being Hulk Hogan and Vince McMahon. 
20 years in the making. And if Hulk Hogan should lose this match, Hulk Hogan must retire. Hulkamania will die. I created Hulkamania. By God, I'm going to kill it. You did not create Hulkamania. Hulkamania was created by all these fans, brother. Brother, brother, brother. That means Gene, whenever uh, Vince hits, it's just whenever Vince hits uh, Hogan on the back with a steel chair and like the promo thing, and you just see Mean Gene's hands just <laughs> going everywhere. And then, of course, Vince then stabs him with the pen, a fun pen in the face. Is this the match where Vince goes on his bum bum? It's like he wrecks his ass crack or something like that, or is that another match? But he does. No, he is pretty bad in this match. Full stop. Anyway, injury wise. No, that's the match against Austin that he does. That. Sorry, yeah, but uh, still pretty. Is, he goes on top of the ladder and then he does leg drop. Yes. This is the match that we have Roddy Piper come yes, back. Yes, yes, yes. And this is the match that we see Vince looking over the ring apron with all the blood and the pipe in his hand. And that's then um, in WrestleMania 20, we have the WrestleMania the movie wherever uh, Triple H says that that was one of the best. Like camera shots of all time, you know, Vince, like it's yeah. showing how satanic he looks and the all that devil. Kind of stuff. Yep, it's cool. It's a good match, though. So it is, even though that Sylvan Grenier comes down again. Like, like, go away. Another ref goes like, "Hey, what are you doing?" And Sylvan goes, and the ref goes, "Oh, yeah." No. And again, this is around the time, obviously, like you said, Roddy Piper. So Roddy Piper kind of comes back for a while here, and he has like, yeah. But this is after like Piper had just recovered from like a car accident mm. or something. Um, Being and in he had care. he had like Sean O'Hare or something just after this. Yeah, and but that's like, uh, they were going to try and recreate the whole him and Bob Orton thing, and it just that's fell flat. Judgment, that's in judgment yeah. day. We will get it's just like that, that fell flat in its face. Another one of those horrendous matches that should be thrown in the bin, and somebody should just put a lot of rubbish on top. <laughs> Next match, The Rock versus Stone Cold Steve Austin at WrestleMania. Act one, act two don't matter. It's act three. And I'll be holding my thumb and my finger and doing three in a weird way like The Rock. Mm-hmm. It's true. Um, obviously, not only is this match remembered for being another classic between these two, it is also remembered because it is revealed, um, obviously, in a lot more detail in the extra on WrestleMania 20, uh, the Mania movie thing with Jesse Ventura voiceover um, is the fact that the night before Austin effectively took a heart attack. Yeah, pretty much. And just basically, like, uh, was taken to hospital. So The Rock was, you know, you see The Rock with his family, you know, laughing and joking, and Austin's like walking with JR to the arena. Yeah, you're like, quiet, yawning, and, just like and you're like, a totally different contrast. If there was ever, you know, yeah. you were ever going to see them, it was going to be there, but. Um, thankfully, Austin got through the match okay and um, didn't have any recurring problems from his again neck injury, which he sustained. Um, well, we do we do see obviously in the WrestleMania 20 extra that he's pretty darn sore after the match, but there's no yeah. there's no issues in terms of his heart or anything no. like that. Obviously, that stage his knees were wrecked beyond disbelief so he oh, was yeah, slipping was about pre- and that sort of thing it's pretty much a case of seeing what worked and what didn't and unfortunately there wasn't a lot of things that actually worked yeah that's true but I do love this match just simply because of the finish um, obviously the bit after but also just the lead up to the fi- the actual end of the match and the fact that it took so many rock bottoms to put up yeah. and down he was wrecked beyond belief in terms of the match psychology and that but it still took three rock bottoms to end the match true that and then is it, is it Earl or Dave Henry you can't really tell because they're twins 
just gets shoved away by the rock. Well, I would probably say it's Earl. I, I would think, say it'd be Earl. I don't think Dave really refed. A huge deal. In the later WrestleManias, it was always seemed to be Earl Hebner. So. But he got shoved away on his bum because Rock would be like, I want to talk to Austin on my own. And yeah. he's like, I love you. And Austin was like, I love you too. Uh, we be homeboys. And I'd be like, there we go. Man, I love you. I go, I love you too. I go like, hey man, do you want to go make a movie? I don't want to make a movie. You have a stupid idea. I want to go and fight Goldberg be like oh man why am I going to fight and then in like a couple of years time and like eight years time I'm going to go make a Fast and the Furious movie and I'd be like oh my goodness my goodness gracious me Don't call Steve Austin should have been in that because that would be my class be like, oh my god who's Vin Diesel I can't tell because Vin Diesel grew a beard like goatee <laughs> just to look like Stone Cold Steve Austin and we're going to what and drink a beer and driving cars even though that's illegal street racing and driving street racing cars when you're drunk it's illegal too <laughs> Oh, dear, dear, dear. Um, the final match here at WrestleMania is probably... <laughs> obviously, we had a lot of good matches in this WrestleMania, but this is most memorable for not only being a decent match, but for a certain idiotic thing that occurred. And Hello, I'm Brock Lesnar, and today I'll be going with Fly B and trying to fly over the Kurt Angle, and then I go like, oh my god, my neck. In other words, yes, ladies and gents, this is the match where Brock Lesnar decided, right, Kurt Angle's lying on the mat there. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to the turnbuckle that is furthest away from him <laughs> and attempt the shooting star press. Now, as of, I think I've mentioned it before, that I have seen footage of Brock successfully hitting the shooting star yep, press. so have I. And it is a hell of an impressive sight to see. Brock Lesnar, Justin Gabriel in disguise. <laughs> but the case is, in all the footage I have seen of him hitting the shooting star press, the guys have all been pretty, I'd say, close. reasonably close to the turnbuckle, yeah. where they yeah. would normally be for a shooting star press. Yeah. Not three quarters of the way across the <laughs> ring. But Brock, with his little pea size of a brain, decided, I will jump three quarters of the way across the ring and land the shooting star press, because obviously that was meant to be the end of the match. Yep. And it was meant to be, there's your WrestleMania moment. Holy crap, Brock Lesnar has done a shooting star press. Yeah. Instead of turning around to, holy crap, there's your WrestleMania moment. How stupid are you? Yeah, it's like, oh my god, Brock Lesnar, is he dead? Because Ric Flair said, thank god he did, like the amateur the wrestling and, and, and the neck crunches, because Ric Flair said, if that would be me, I would have either been dead or paralyzed. Yeah, any normal man would have been dead. Yeah. Because you know, finally, if Kurt had done that, that Kurt would be dead because of his neck issues. Yeah, but then the, that match was just rid like, obviously, what happened to um, Lesnar, and obviously he was knocked out. And, but Kurt um, was just as bad, really. Kurt had. The entire match? Kurt pulled his hamstring before he started the match. He had, what, 25-30% mobility in his arms. And his neck was wrecked again at and that his stage. neck. And it's just like, I can understand. You know, like, I can't really sit there and go like, mate, you should retire because it, once it gets in your blood, you don't want yeah. to let it yeah. go. But for me, especially, because even Carnangle says, you know, if he was going in there with like a Triple yeah. H or a Rock, he'd be, he knew he'd be fine, but he's going... Such a raw, th- a guy that has such raw power. Yeah, and he doesn't know his own strength, yeah. which is even more faithful, and she's like, yeah, and you've just had a newborn daughter, so... That yeah. stage, yeah. Because mm. uh, he was still obviously with Karen at this stage. Um, but it's just like, the effort that had to have been put into that match, not only by Angle, but then eventually Brock to try and 
yes, obviously it wasn't long between them hitting the star, you know, shooting star press and mm-hmm. the finish, but it was a case of how in the hell. I just don't understand how in the hell he managed to even understand Kurt to get him up for the F five to finish the match. Yeah, it would just be a case of Kurt probably. I think Kurt said, "Can you do an F five? Yes, right. We'll do that and pin me." And he did it, and then he was gone again. But even then, it wasn't a proper pin. It was like an arm yeah, was yeah. over, and then Kurt just lay there, and then that was it. But it is, it is a baffling match. Like good match because obviously both were amateur wrestlers, but unfortunately memorable for all the wrong reasons. Mm. Um. So our next pay per view, which is our final pay per view before we will go to our first break, is. The match, in fact, I watched when I was on holiday. Uh, WWE Tag Team Champions Shelton Benjamin, Charlie Haas, Team Angle, beating Los Guerreros. Finally, The Rock and Goldberg collide in the ultimate dream match. Rubbish. Who will survive the backlash when two of sports entertainment's greatest superstars do battle? I don't know. I know I didn't know that The Rock was fighting Hulk Hogan in this match. <laughs> Um, yeah, the tag title match, Shelton Benjamin, Charlie Haas, Los Guerreros, a very, very good wee match because you've got the contrast of styles between Eddie and Chavo, the high flying and you know Lucha Libre style stuff, and then of course the amateur technical style of Benjamin and Haas. Benjamin. <laughs> uh, yeah, Sean O'Hare beat Rikishi, whatever. Sean O'Hare had rowdy, rowdy, pop it in his corner. Yeah. Rikishi, yeah. Oh my god! Alan, you missed Sunday Night Heat! We've went from. <laughs> we've went from No Way Out and Scott Steiner mm-hmm. being there, right? WrestleMania, Scott Steiner is nowhere to be seen. Then on Sunday Night Heat, Scott Steiner versus Rico. I wonder why. <laughs> my, how the mighty have fallen. Because this was at the time where Triple H was all power hungry and we're like he had a rubbish match with me that's not my fault that's his fault so he goes to Sunday Night Heat yeah well we'll find out about that in the next uh, paper as well uh, world tag team title match uh, obviously because have already now, done that now when we had two titles alright because there'd be the ones for Smackdown and there'd be the ones for Raw and stuff um, obviously this be the Raw ones this be RVD and Kane beating the Dudley Boys um Again, a bit of a meh sort of a match. Probably. Ah. No, I know for a fact it was a meh match because. We'll find them. Apparently, it's a meh match. Meh match, and then you have women's title match: Jazz beating champion Trish Stratus to win the title. Meh. Meh. Big Show beating Rey Mysterio. <laughs> is this whenever Big Show gets Rey Mysterio in the stretcher, or no? Is that in the next? I one? think it's around this sort of time that we lead into that. I do think it's around this time that there was that whole storyline between Big Show and Ray. Yeah, well, yeah, because it would have been around there because then the next thing we have a stretcher match, so yeah. that's whenever he picks Ray Mysterio up and just whacks him off the That's one um, of the most awesome things post. I've ever seen. And then Ray just goes, ah! <laughs> Which was great. But again, forgettable match. Yeah. Uh, WWE title champion Brock Lesnar uh, beat... Who be this guy? Who is this Turkey? World life is based on nomics. You can't see me, sucker. Yeah, this was John Cena's first ever pay-per-view shot at the WWE title. I think just his first shot altogether. Because mm-hmm. this was World Life John Cena, and that was a case of... This was, I think, probably his first 
big test to see whether he would be able to take yeah well again like how the mighty kind of fell down in the next pay-per-view which we'll go on to uh, later again Um, it wouldn't have been the most technically sound match obviously yeah Brock's the amateur but this was a very very green John Cena if you can say that obviously John is not the most gifted wrestler in the world even nowadays John Cena wants to use dropkick but John Cena can't learn John Cena already knows four moves what move will be deleted to learn dropkick (laughs) But uh, most, not the most technically gifted man, but he can still carry a match more than anything nowadays, because he be what they call a ring general, and he tell people, do this to me, do this to me, do this to me, beat me up, I don't know. Um, then we have Triple H, Ric Flair, and Chris Jericho <coughs> beating Kevin Nash, Shawn Michaels, and Booker T, who were in Do you not remember this? Oh, yeah, but there was, like, the... Sen- no, this was before NWO. Was this before NWO? Because I, yeah, I remember Sean and Booker got drafted in the NWO. They were, but at this stage, the... Like, there was animosity between the three of them. Was there? Ah, um, right, okay. You're, I think you're thinking of whenever, like, Goldust gets that girl... That inverted commas girl to go to Booker T's room with him. Yeah. And it's like... Uh, Goldust wants you to come back to the end, <laughs> you know, from the get away from yeah. the NWO. But uh, I don't remember this match at all. The only thing I really remember about this is the um, Goldberg Rock. Yeah, uh, which is next. Um, You're next. Rock. My God, I just spit Alan across the room. Gilberg. Gilberg. Fire extinguisher and sparklers. Sparklers. <laughs> I must say, I always used to love. Goldberg's entrances in the sense of going through the pyro and that sort of thing because I was like yeah. that is totally badass but like we have uh, WWE On Demand now which is an awesome service uh, and Chris showed me the other day um, the start of they have the Goldberg and then the streak just basically a whole video about yeah, it's the like streak 70 minutes for like the streak and it's yeah. just like it's just squash matches the whole time obviously that's what they're trying to do with Goldberg <laughs> first match against who? Bill DeMott oh <laughs> yes we love Bill Bill is awesome um, but again like The Rock is an amazing guy but this is there was a thing on this I think after that that um, The Rock kind of after the match kind of gets on the microphone yeah. and it's talks like and he, yeah and it's kind of a case of the chunk Goldberg to come back and go like don't don't say Goldberg sucks He's really good, but the crowd in this again, very much like the Steiner match, were chanting boring because all Lesnar did, or whole Goldberg did, was basically a couple of moves, then spear, jackhammer, and then we kick out and then we do another spear, or the rock we get out of the road is spear. I jackhammer, but again, it's a case of the kind of foundation between the fantastic entrance and the finish just. Not there. It's just, just modern day there. Ultimate Warrior, yeah. if you think of it that way. You're, yeah, well, you're effectively right. You're effectively yeah, cause, um, cause even Jim Ross, pretty much a gorilla press, and then as Jim the Ross said about the Ultimate Warrior, his entrances provide a lot of sizzle. But whenever the bell rang, um, between that and the other bell, there wasn't an awful lot. The only person that I can remember uh, uh, carrying Goldberg to a good match was Chris Jericho. Yeah. Uh, Dirty so and so. Well, I muted that so they didn't know. No. Yeah, he let a big rip off a burp out. Um, but that says a lot for Chris Jericho, that he managed yes. to pull Are we going to go to break and then come back, and then we're going to have our judgment? And yeah, we're going to go to the break. We'll come back, we'll have a little 
chit chat about Judgment Day. Uh, Old friends, new rivalries, return of a championship, all bets are off. Judgment Day, Bad Blood, Vengeance, and then SummerSlam in Phoenix, Arizona. SummerSlam has Luke, has Brock Lesnar, and then has Sable. Very nice. Uh, so yeah, we'll see you after the break, ladies and gents. Peace out. See you in free! Latino Heat! Chicas, ¿tú quieres probar a un latino más? You are listening to a podcast on PopCultureNetwork.com. Be sure to head on over to the site at www.PopCultureNetwork.com to check out more podcasts and videos featuring toys, comic books, video games, and all the things you love. And while you're there, be sure to check out the Pop Culture Network store, where everything you purchase helps to keep us producing. Just head over to PopCultureNetwork.com and click on Store. What it is, friends. Sween Hollick here, inviting you to join me every Monday for Radical Retro Turtle Toy Talk. What's that, you ask? Radical Retro Turtle Toy Talk is my weekly video series in which we take a look at my favorite toy line of yesteryear, Vintage Playmates Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. If you're a green teen goer, I'm betting you'll have a great time getting reacquainted with old friends or meeting new ones for the first time. That's Radical Retro Turtle Toy Talk at www.radicalretro.com, part of the Pop Culture Network. As I lay me down to sleep, I pray my soul is mine to keep. And never step outside this bed, never into all the evil, all the evil. Every dream you followed, every deed you've done, has brought you to this moment, face to face with destiny. I am gonna chew you up and spit you out. Triple H, These men are beating the hell out of each other. They're gonna destroy each other. Champion Brock Lesnar versus the Big Show in a stretcher match. The stretcher match is the most barbaric Have you had a good life? Are you proud of who you are? Were you crippled by fear? Are you ready to accept your fate? Judgment Day is upon us. God have mercy on their souls. Hello and welcome back from the break. Now, everyone, I'm going to judge you all because we have our, your judgment day from Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, that's be uh, where um, somebody smokes stuff. Yeah, Jeff Array and Matt, and then Edge just lived down the road somewhere. 
Well, he doesn't smoke anything. He'd be the sensible one out of the three. Yes. Indeed he is. Well, you didn't say sensible, but around this time he was leading back from his neck, and then he eventually did something very unsensible but very nice and got uh, hooked up with Lita. Mm, yes. Must I say, before we start, that there's quite a lot of uh, extras on this DVD. We have uh, Sunday Night Heat, Sable Interview, Chief Morley and Eric Bischoff. Chief Morley rocks. Jazz and Theodore Long interview, Team Angle interview, The Hurricane versus Stephen Richards. The Hamburglar. And we also have a stretch match, uh, Killer Can, that's not Cobra Can, it's Killer Can versus Andre the Giant. And that's not from 2003, I can tell you that. Yeah, I was about to say, what is this witchcraft? It's because that was the winner for the. Because there was a big deal to do with Brock versus Big Show for the stretcher match for WWE Championship that this was the first stretcher match on, uh, you know that there had been for quite some time and then that's why and therefore they put this on the DVD I haven't actually watched it so there you go I don't know. so Judgment Day Charlotte Coliseum John Cena and the FBI <laughs> beat Captain Planet Rhino and a certain Spanky, spanky. <laughs> Brian Kendrick for all those who don't know <laughs> why I just don't understand. <laughs> no, nor do I. It's not a good one. No. But like you said, fallen stars, Larry. Yeah, and stuff. we don't actually see John Cena on a pay-per-view for the rest of 2003. Holy, holy witchcraft, I don't know. What is going on here? I don't know. It's like a... <laughs> you had wind. <laughs> My apologies. <laughs> um, but yes, La Resistance beats Scott Steiner. Wow. Wow. Is this around the time that it leads into the whole Stacey Keebler, Scott Steiner test fighting over? Yeah, because in the next pay-per-view, winner gets Stacey Keebler's managerial services, Scott Steiner versus testicles. (laughs) Anyway, ladder match for the WWE Tag Team titles. Eddie Guerrero and Tajiri beat the champions. Ding, 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 ding. That would be the greatest tag team. Yep. What a tag team. Because again, this is what we were saying about Piper and Sean O'Hare because there was the thing with Eddie Guerrero and Tajiri on SmackDown, and Piper was like, Yeah, look, here's, you know, it's a whole buffet thing. Mm-hmm. Jerry's all like, oh, oh, and he's like all really, you know, interested in going after the food, and he's like, uh, Whoa, you know, it's a very entertaining segment. But Sean O'Hare, <laughs> all flat in his face. I got spiderweb on my shoulder somewhere. Indeed, he did. Indeed, he did, or does, or does, but. Battle Royal for the reinstated Intercontinental title. Christian won the title by eliminating Booker TTT. So, again, this before Christian go off and then he would TNA and win the world title. Fingers crossed, by the time this is out, Christian is world heavyweight champion. So, there. Good luck, Christian! Even though it doesn't really work because... Oh, bad luck, Christian. Edit as necessary. <laughs> <laughs> Damn! Well done! Oh, shucks. Yay! Oh, yay! Oh, Edge will be so happy. Oh, Edge will be so sad. <laughs> we'll work with it. Uh, then we have Mr. America. Hmm, who is this man? And he beat Roddy Piper. Come on, Chris. Say something about it. I can't say anything positive about it whatsoever. In fact, it comes to the point that I would rather watch the bikini challenge of Tory Wilson versus Sable than Mr. America versus the um very much like uh Seamus in the fact that he is just totally white, uh Roddy Papa. Okay. 
I think like whenever Roddy Piper was getting that on, he should have actually wore like a either a t-shirt or wore some ring attire that kind of hid that. Very much like the way Kevin Nash would wear like his trousers and then wear you know like the thing that has the straps and stuff yeah. on it. Um, if I was Roddy Piper, I would have worn that instead. Yeah. Then look at my sexy body. Why oh, I'm dead sexy. Chili baby back ribs. Dr. Evil, you keep your money, and I'll have your baby. Okay, moving on. Now Troy Wilson is my baby. No, he's not working like that. Oh, no, that's rubbish. Again, second time this year, Triple H gets beat in a match for the World Heavyweight title, but it's by disqualification. This is, of course, Kevin Nash and Triple H. Triple H was Ric Flair, and Kevin Nash was with Shawn Michaels. Hmm, what could that be a hint to, hmm? He's on not tugboat. <laughs> but yeah, again, Kevin Nash, one of the guys who the legs well the mind is willing but the legs are not there. Yeah. It's just Very much so. not good. Uh, women's title match, Jazz beat Tristratus. But oh, man sorry. baby. Sorry, tell the lie. Jazz beat Tristratus Victoria and a certain Jackie Gaida. Future Jackie Gaida Hoth. Or is it Miss Jackie? Uh, it's Miss Jackie, because it's Jacqueline. That's right, because... Jack obviously, it's not, not too far away, because then you have Charlie Haas and Rico and Jackie Gaeta and be like, oh, they fall in love, and they will have millions of babies. Oh, mate, I just realised I made a boo-boo. John Cena is in a pay-per-view. I can only apologise for making sure, making people go, I'm going to go out and buy 2003 DVDs, because then John Cena not be in them. Available probably from silvision.co.uk. .co.uk. Send the stuff like I have requested several times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, whatever. Uh, stretch a match for the WWE title. Boring. Rock Lesnar versus the Big Show. How the hell does that work? I don't know. I mean, you have to get them past the line. You have to put them in the stretcher and get them past the line. Like and wheelbarrow then... race or something? Get them in the wheelbarrow. No, Whee! it's not. It's not like right wheel. <laughs> Stretch a match is like an egg and spoon race. Basically, you have somebody who's like 500 pounds. You have two... A 500 pound egg? Yeah, <laughs> them in the egg cup and then wheel yeah. them across the line. You have two sumo wrestlers on a stretcher and you have to try and get, get them past the line. Whoever gets past first wins. Which would probably be more entertaining than probably the match that we were sub- subjected to. And then Brock Lesnar of memory says one. Indeed he did. He used his mighty power. Old friends settle the score in the most brutal of all matches. Mick Foley is a guest referee. What more is there to say? Don't watch this DVD is what's left to say. And this is the Raw exclusive pay-per-view of Bad Blood. Are you looking for Bad Blood? Austin Bischoff present Bad Blood 2003. The co-GMs. And stuff. Or was he a sheriff? I can't remember. Uh, it's in power. Yeah, anyway. I think it was a sheriff. Chris Nowinski and Rodney Mack, in other words, the other man and the two-man relationship with Jazz, uh, beat the Dudley Boys. Why? Mate, you forgot Sunday Night Heat. Why Theodore Arlong, Christopher Nowinski and Rodney Mack confront Devon Dudley. Avery versus Molly. What? I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it says. 
And here we go again. Scott's starting a big test to win the managerial services of Stacey Keebler. And then she'd go up on stage and she'd be doing like, this obviously not be crazy and stuff, but in front of Ted and she'd be like, mmm, I do lap dance. <laughs> I do lap dance in front of you. It was like, mm. Apparently there were some moderate references of sex tra- slash nudity. Me no complaining. Maybe that was from Roddy Mac. <laughs> I see title match Booker T beat champion Chris <coughs> Oh dear. Forgettable again? Mm, yeah. Forgettable again, yeah. World Tag Team title, La Resistance beat Rob Van Damme McKeon to win the titles. This is a case of, again, WWE bring in a foreign tag team, much like they do eventually with the Highlanders. Push them, push them, push them, and then <laughs> it falls flat in the face. Yeah. So very it looks like the uh, un Americans. Is true again? Yes. They're foreigners. Mm-hmm. Is that from Canada? What's that about he? I actually liked the Highlanders, if I'm honest. They were pretty. I'm Robbie! I'm Robbie! I've got me beard. <laughs> I thought they were pretty cool, but again, it's just no. WB dropped the ball, really, on pushing a good way with them. Instead, they were just made again. A wee bit like Santino. Santino's obviously a bit better in this standing point, but just made them full on comedy and never, never took them serious from day one, really. Mm. Uh, I'm gonna go and watch TNA instead. <laughs> And get in trouble and then get released and screw over me tag team partner. Like, I just lo- cost you your job. Oh no, man. Don't write him, Robbie! <laughs> which one was which? I don't know. Which one was the bald one? I can't remember. Anyway. Uh, Goldberg beat Chris Jericho again. This is the match you were referring to as Chris Jericho dragged him to a good match. Yep. Jericho probably went back and just went, earned my money that night. Yeah, he did, yeah. And then we have Ric Flair beat Shawn Michaels. <gasps> It'd be like, WrestleMania 24. Huh. It'd be like, oh no, it'd be a precursor, but it wasn't a precursor because Shawn Michaels beat him there. Like, like, I'm sorry, I love you, even though you beat me in February 2003. Which they never mentioned in the dog. But he still works. Oh no. Yes, but uh, they don't mention that because this is like Undertaker fight, fighting Triple H at yeah, WrestleMania. It never existed. never happened. Never, ever existed. Hell in a Cell for the World Heavyweight Time Maybe Match. you've missed something. Redneck Triathlon, Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Eric Bischoff. That's <sighs> not worth well, it. Uh, I remember near enough being sick at that whenever they were in the ring and then Mae Young stripped down their lingerie and then did the Bronco Buster and Eric oh. Bischoff. Oh. Eric, you must have been getting paid a huge amount of money and for that I have so much respect for you it's unbelievable people may may think that Eric Bischoff is a dick but you know to do stuff like that you just get get respect I think he got thrown a pig crap too yeah he went through a lot he went through a lot um, some people would say deserving, but still. Mention crap, move on, talk about Mick Foley. Yeah, Chris's favourite wrestler ever, second to John Cena, is Mick Foley. Um, he was a special guest referee in Triple H versus Kevin Nash and Helen Sale. Again, pretty forgettable, but typical Mick Foley special refing. Who won? Trips. Yeah. Triple H won. Because, again, Triple H is like, I win everything! Even though I win everything! Even though I am facing my friend. I win everything. I see. Then we have Vengeance. Which Too late for apologies, no chance for justice. All that remains is vengeance. Mm. <laughs> this is a Smackdown exclusive pay-per-view from Pepsi Arena. Oh my god, what a crap pay-per-view it was. In the Pepsi Arena in Denver, Colorado. Mate, I prefer Coca-Cola, I'm not going to Pepsi Arena. 
I like Pepsi, but I drink Coke too. It's okay. But this is obviously no- the notorious arena for where what would happen in years to come, where Dan would be like nuggets. E B double booked W O T F and W T F, mate. And then Vince be like, there'd be all the thing. I'd be like, oh no, we aren't gonna have Raw Monday night. And I'd be like, the first time ever. Stan Kroenke who did that? Who owns Arsenal? Is the most owner of shares for Arsenal Football Club, yes. Uh, and the Colorado Avalanche, which happens to be two of our friends' sports teams, which are poo poo teams. That'd be Neil Manus. Hello, Neil. Be like, no, Neil, you support poo poo teams, and they're both owned by the same guy. How stupid be that? <laughs> that? But of course, after that whole tobacco, Vince managed to get the Staples Center, and they were very, very happy to have it. Which is why I think Vince has repaid them with every year now SummerSlam pretty much being in the Staples Center in Hollywood. Especially because like the past three or so years it's been at the Staples Center. Oh. Which is a wee bit odd, but again, they want the holiday it. feel. Um, we have the US title tournament finals, which was Eddie Guerrero beating Captain Planet to become champion. <laughs> well done, Eddie. Super grande. Uh, Jimmy Noble beat Billy Gunn Due to pre-match stipulations, Noble won. Billy right. Gunn was with Tori Wilson, and Jamie Noble yeah. was with Nadia. Uh, Noble won the right to um, 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 take Tori Wilson out on a lovely date to McDonald's. And yeah, then go with back possibilities of a McFlurry afterwards. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, everybody, work it out yourself. Uh, <laughs> APA Invitational Barroom Brawl. <laughs> Bradshaw won by defeating, or last eliminating even. I love you, brother. Who mm. was the Ruddy Ruddy Piper ripoff, as Bruce Pritchard describes it? Yeah. Because he say uh, Roddy was away, and they were like, "We need somebody who has a big mouth," and they were like, "Look at me." Like, and now he's working for TNA. Awesome. Is he? Yeah. I didn't know he is that. Working backstage for TNA. Mm-hmm. Um. Get in there and actually have some creative influence. You know, Get on. Russo at that door! Oh. Uh, change w- the locks. Change the locks, don't <laughs> let him back in. Uh, WWE Tag Team title match, Champions of the World Greatest Tag Team. Beat Billy Kidman and Rey Mysterio, the reunification of a very popular WCW tag team that was also seen in the movie Ready to Rumble. And they'd be like, yeah, we got tickets to Monday Night Nitro! Aren't we cool? No. Um, it's just, yeah, right, okay. Let's just throw two cruiserweights together for this. Not I mean, It memorable. could be worse. It could be Remistier and Hornswoggle. Think of it that way. <sighs> no count out match. Sable beat Stephanie McMahon. Again, why? Undertaker beat John Cena. Oh, well. Much of a surprise. Hmm? Mm? Yeah. This is so excited! It's unbelievable. Isn't Sorry, it? you're mentioning my second. You know, you you went from the women's match to the Undertaker versus John Cena. Um, don't really have anything constructive to say about John Cena. Ooh, ooh! Next match is awesome. Next match is awesome. Vince McMahon versus Zagon. Out of my way! Dum 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 dum. Which was originally meant to be. Kurt Angle's new theme, but it never happened because Kurt Angle was going face and all that sort of stuff. The plan was for Kurt to go face, and they didn't want people chanting 
you suck. So they were going to give him this theme, but then Zach Gowen came along and he got it. So it was like a big, big difference. I could never, ever, 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 ever picture Kurt Angle having that music. It just would not have suited him at all. No. Um, eventually, obviously, you just imagine, you know, like that plane saying, get out of my way, and Kurt Angle just, you know, there's people standing there and just shoving them out of their Get open. out of my way <laughs> yeah. before I break my neck. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Um, but obviously WWE got away around off the whole you suck thing when he went to ECW and they kind of cut out that yeah you know that part off the song um, and it sounded really really weird uh huh so finally we have a triple threat which was Kurt Angle Brock Lesnar and the Big Show and Kurt Angle came out on top because again this is the whole Brock Lesnar Big Show rivalry going on Kurt was thrown in there and was like yep yeah, let Kurt have the title. Next we have SummerSlam. I thought you were going to jump in there, but as you usually do. What's the tagline? Do we have oh, a tagline? Oh, SummerSlam. Okay. It's SummerSlam, yeah. Definitely. Alliance is up in form, but will it survive the elimination chamber? What was once a friendship is now a fight for the WWE Championship. Can Rob Van Dam survive Kane's assault? Oh no! I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> Who put a question on the teleprompter? Um, world Tag Team Title Match Champions La Resistance Beat the Dudley Boys Dudley Boys were going through A pretty bad period here By the looks of it Yeah well That's the Dudley Boys For you Fat and useless Like <laughs> <laughs> Whoa Way to hold back there Chris Way to hold back um, Hey mate Is it not true? I'm not I'm not <laughs> Move on quick <laughs> Another epic match Ben, why did you like this year? Can you tell me? Is there any, or is there much? I guess it's Mister America. That's probably yeah. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> I'm getting worried for you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the Undertaker beat Albert. Well, Adrian. Adrian. Oh mate, look at the mate, look at the other match. The other match there is epic. Shane McMahon beat Eric Bischoff. <laughs> yeah. Coast to coast, baby. Uh, U.S. title match: Champion Eddie Guerrero beat. Captain Planet, Tigerio and Rhino. Tigerio? Tigerio and is he, Rhino. Is Tigerio a member of the Thundercats? Yes. T- Go, Tigerio! Go! <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Tigerio, I choose you. <laughs> Mate, that's not from Thundercats. It's not from Thundercats, I know, but, you know. Tigerio, use your smog attack. <laughs> use your mist attack, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, decent enough we match Fatal 4 way having uh, on the back of it there, there I th- down the bottom I th- actually thought it was Undertaker tombstoning somebody no it be <laughs> Captain Planet tombstoning or doing something or other to <laughs> <laughs> oh dear I've just got a picture look there look at it sideways it's not wrong hmm. uh, if you anybody who has this DVD you'll be able to identify it because it has uh, the S SummerSlam hiding Sable's bits <laughs> uh, not, All of them. Not hard to find. Um, and she wearing like a Wilma from the Flintstones kind of like necklace on and earrings and stuff. Um, but if you look on the back, you'll see Brock Lesnar and be like, I have Cortangle on my shoulders. And this brilliantly described DVD is probably available from silvervision.co.uk. Yes. Um, if you look down, there's a picture right at the bottom and it's a compromising position. It looks like a tombstone, <laughs> but is not. It's not nice. I give it back to you, Christopher. Thanks very much. <laughs> Where was I? Yes, there. Uh, WWE title champion Kurt Angle beat Brock Lesnar. Oh, 
thank the Lord that this match did not end in any crazy head bumps for Brock. Mm, true. Um, still a decent enough wee match because, again, two amateur guys. But, it's again, second match goes downhill a wee bit. Kane beat Rob Van Dam, very much playing off the whole... My face! My face! Yes. I think somebody stole my face. Kane's metaphorically burnt face. Oh dear. But, obviously, what stands out for this pay-per-view was the Elimination Chamber for the World Heavyweight Championship. Triple H, Goldberg, Shawn Michaels, Kevin Nash. Kevin Nash with Punisher hair. Um, because he had lost a uh, hair of his hair match against Chris Jericho and Chris Jericho only trimmed it and didn't shave it all off this is true Uh, Randy Orton and Chris Jericho so we have Goldberg in this which is stupid obviously RVD didn't get an invite back because of a stupid thing that he did to Triple H which was yeah I'm going to do five and a half frogs back yeah and then going into this match Triple H was wearing the bicycle shorts because he had a groin injury yeah, that's, that's why he came out last thing. because then he kind of like he turned around to the crowd and he went yeah and then he turned around and then I think oh. Michael super kicked him mm. and then he didn't get out of the mat he didn't get out of the cage thing for a while yeah and then that's whenever that the reason why he eventually retained was I he think that's whenever Flair or somebody passed through a um, sledgehammer and then he yeah. hit because Goldberg was going for a spear and he hit him and then pinned him and that was it and then they chained him to the the actual links on the elimination chamber and then and started beating the crap the out of him crap out of him yep because in this, this I need is that box you need that box. Yeah. I think you can buy them from Silver Vision. You can't. You used to be able to? You can't. Well, sucks to be you. Sucks to be know. you. Um, but what I find with this Elimination Chamber is very reminiscent of... Do you remember a couple of years ago when Randy had Legacy? Yeah. And the way Ted DiBiase was in the Elimination Chamber? That was the whole time when everybody was like, oh, Ted DiBiase's going to go on and you know, be a star and blah, 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 blah. Mm. This was kind of around the time with Evolution and Randy Orton was kind of in what yeah. was the kind of Ted slot in that elimination chamber. Because obviously Randy eventually goes on and becomes World Heavyweight Trump, beating Captain Plum. <laughs> SummerSlam 2004. And Triple H would be like, yeah, you're the man, you're the man. And he'd be like, like you fuck, fuck now. that. Like, we beat the crap out of you on TV. He'd be like, you carry my bag. Um, so yeah, that's it. We have to that's, go break. That's, that's that's it. We have to go to the break now. So yes, well done, Triple H, hogging the title as always. So uh, we'll come back and hopefully uh, you will all be unforgiven. Yes, and hopefully Triple H will lose the title at some point before the end of the year. Uh, I'm sure he will. No, hopefully. I don't know. I pray to the Lord, please help us. Make it so. Save us from Triple H. No, save us from Captain Planet. Goodbye. Hey guys, Pixel Dan here. If you are a fan of toys, then you need to check out That New Toy Smell. That New Toy Smell is a weekly toy series created by collectors for collectors. In every episode, we take a look at the latest toy news, answer our fan questions, and feature a video review of a toy line from the past 
or from today. There's a brand new episode of That New Toy Smell every Saturday exclusively at PopCultureNetwork.com. Be sure to check it out. Hello, this is James Etook. If you like 80s cartoons, and let's face it, how could you not, then be sure to pick up a copy of Serial Geek magazine, the glossy 100-page ad-free magazine dedicated to GoBots. And somewhat more importantly, He-Man, She-Ra, Thundercats, Transformers, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, G.I. Joe, etc. Head on over to www.serialgeek.com. That's cereal as in breakfast cereal. Go there now and pick up the animation magazine dedicated to 80s cartoons. Go now. Gone are the days of good and evil. The desire for revenge transcends all moral bounds and is powerful enough to turn the benevolent into machines of destruction. For the warriors in whom we place our trust are immersed in a new kind of fight for a cause they may not understand against an enemy they can't predict. In a war, they won't win. Goldberg, you were a disgrace for the very industry that I revolutionized. I watched you skate your way by with a multi-million dollar company at your back, beating nobody after nobody. Make no damn mistake about it. I will beat your ass, Goldberg. When I look into your eyes, I see a man pretending to be something he's not. Pretending to be a wrestler. Pretending to be a superstar. Pretending... You and me! ...to be Triple H. One-on-one! And tonight... That World Heavyweight title is mine! I will end the joke that is your career. Triple H! Goldberg, believe the hype. You don't belong in the same company as me. And after tonight, you won't be. Alan is checking his messages, so I'm just going to welcome you back from the break, folks, and say that on Sunday, September 21st, in Hershey, PA, which is probably Pennsylvania, um, we had the pay-per-view called Unforgiven, which has um, Kane's ugly face on the front that says, Face your fear. And it be again, it be a raw pay-per-view. Raw, right? Because this was this was just bad ideas at this stage. Like it was, they decided to go to show specific pay per views, except for like the big four. Well, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't mind that if they were to do that now. If they were to do that, not like every other pay per view, just made it like a glorified Raw. You know what I mean? It didn't have any prestige in that all the rosters are coming together on one night. And it's just like, yeah, look, here, we're going to give you matches from the Raw guys that we could have gave you on TV anyway. It's like, meh. Well, we see the... Uh, we see the... Um, we're going to see one of the re- um, reuniting of one of the tag teams in this pay-per-view on Sunday, which is J.O. and the King. Because <gasps> they're fighting the coach in Al Snow and the winners broadcast Raw. Epicness. Who won that match? Al Snow and the coach. Did they? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we'll start from the top of our list. Handicap tables match for the World Tag Team titles. The Dudley Boys beat La Resistance and Rob Conway, or who would eventually become... Just look at me. But before that, he would be Robert Conway. Very we nice. die a sight to see. Well, Conway stole my TV. Oh, no. Sucker. But the Dudleys won the titles and added another number to their long kind of number that of That wasn't for the titles? 
It was. It's a six-man table match: Dudley Boys and Spike Dudley versus La Resistance and Rob Conway. And no point. For some odd reason, on my list, it says it's a handicap match. And well, it says the Dudley Boys, but that's probably no. It's Dudley Boys and Spike Dudley. Respect. It's not for the world title. I blame you. I blame you. I blame you because it's your list. Shh. It's not my list. I got it from a website. Don't tell nobody. <laughs> <laughs> Inaccuracy. <laughs> Test beat Scott Steiner due to pre-match stipulation. Scott Steiner became Test's property. Ugh. That's nasty. If Test wins, he gets Stacy and Steiner services. Mate, can you roid me up? <laughs> okay. Uh, Randy Orton beat Shawn Michaels in a pretty darn good match, I would say, because this would be Chubby Orton stage, wouldn't it? Legend versus legend killer match. First time ever in WWE history. On a pay-per-view, the legend killer be legend. Cool. It was. It was all right. It was very good. It was good. It was good. Uh, Lita, v- uh, Lita, Lita versus no Lita and Trish Stratus beat Molly Holly and Gail Kim. Bang tidy. <laughs> this is obviously Gail Kim's first pay per view appearance, having won the women's title on her first night in the company, much like Christian did with the light heavyweight title of my memory. Just like Carlito did with the US Championship, beating Mr. Cena. Then his like assistant Jesus, uh, star. No, it wasn't Jesus. It was spelt Jesus. I know, but Abby said Jesus. But he like stabbed John Cena in a nightclub, <laughs> and then John Cena be back in like two weeks. What be going on there? That's not right. John Cena, he be Superman. He not gonna die unless you give him kryptonite. That's what right. Is it? What is this kryptonite? I'll fling some at him. Fruity pebbles. Hmm. Supposed to be a blank T-shirt. Yeah, a blank T-shirt. Yeah. yeah. Be like, oh my god, I can wear this. You have to take his hat off him as well, and then it'd be powerless. <laughs> <laughs> Last man standing match: Kane beat Shane McMahon. <sighs> this has been ever Kane like electrocuted Shane McMahon's testicles, wasn't it? it was it was <laughs> like the lead up and stuff? Yes. <laughs> as I say that, Alan like looks <laughs> looks down. It's just like, ow! It's just oh, jeez. Just it's a salt and battery, mate, so it is. Just, ugh. Um, IC title champion Christian beat Rob Van Dam and Chris Jericho. My Jericho. lord, he beat Chris Jericho. Just why? Winners get to announce Raw Al Snow when the coach beat Jerry Lawler and Jim Ross, which, like, lasted for, like... A day. Yeah. World Heavyweight title Goldberg beat Triple H to win the title. Yay, but boo. <laughs> Yay that Triple H lost it. But boo, that Goldberg got it. It's just like, yeah, boo. Um, and he held it for, if my memory serves, not that long a time. Uh, probably until Survivor while. Series. I say is to the end of the year, just I guess. Um, then we move on to No Mercy, which was the SmackDown exclusive from the first Mariner Arena in Baltimore. There's DVD extras in this exclusive Ooh. entries. That's it. Oh, right. They're getting lazy now because it says DVD extras. They're not even giving us tagline anymore. There's no taglines. That's why you didn't get one for Unforgiven, folks. There is one in Survivor Series, but says it all comes down to this. That's because Survivor Series is one of the big four. Mm-hmm. That's about it. Um, Cruiserweight title match: Champion Tajiri beat Rey Mysterio. Wow. It was uh, that would have been okay. Wow. Chris, you have to think positivity. You may not like. Jumping bean, but you have to think positive. Jumping bean. 
Oh. Hello, my name's Ray Mysterio. Look at me. I'm a jelly baby. Oh, my knees. <laughs> I nearly said the name. I nearly said the name. Captain Planet beat Albert, a.k.a. Adrian. Oof. Zach Guyon. Oof. Beat Matt Hardy. Oof. Oof. And we have here the appearance, the first appearance on pay-per-view of the Basham Brothers of the APA. This is Shaniqua. our really car crash pay-per-view. Who was a previous one off Tough Enough? Oh, was she? And then she got her hoo-has done, and she still looked like a man. Easy. And then they started coming out in all those that kinky S&M gear. Oh, that was all. She awful. had like her whip and all. And like, oh. yeah. um, Make my skin's crawling. <laughs> Obviously, this pay-per-view is memorable for one thing, pretty much, Whoa. which is the next match, which was the I Quit match, Oof. Vince McMahon versus Stephanie McMahon. Vince beat Stephanie, and as a result, Stephanie lost her job as GM. But then this was also before um, she got married to Triple H, because mm-hmm. they were had to get married like, like the, week the week yeah that followed. So like. Um, if she, Triple H joked that you know we're going to have like, no teeth and you know black eyes and we're going to look like hillbillies and stuff. And Vince wanted to put the wedding on pay per view. Yeah. And Stephanie was like, "I want some privacy." He's like, "No, you don't get any privacy in my daughter." I make money out of you. It probably would have flipped and put her first kid's birth on pay per view if he could have. No, I think the first person to do that would probably be Jordan. Do you think <sighs> there's anything that Harlot wouldn't do for money? <laughs> I am ashamed to share a surname with her. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I feel so happy. Mate, I would research your family too. I know, I want to actually. Give me monies. Give me monies. Yeah. <laughs> I, but there's part of me that really hopes no. There's always a tit in every family. Yo. Kurt Angle beat John Cena. This, obviously, again, was a wee bit of. A hark back to John Cena's debut on SmackDown, Ruthless Aggression, oh. and Angle, and Hello, I wear green trunks. Green and white trunks, to be precise. Oh, shut your face. Fine. <laughs> shut your bit, bitch mouth. Yeah, shut my face, you'll finish that pay per view. Shut your bitch mouth, okay? <laughs> Easy, Brock. <laughs> Not Lesnar, Brock from. Uh, where did we get to? Uh, John Cena versus Kurt Angle. Obviously, Kurt Angle probably would have dragged a decent match out of John Cena because Kurt Angle is a very good wrestler. Um, then we had the US title The Big Show beat Eddie Guerrero To win the title um, Obviously this would lead up to then The Big Show holding on to the US title For then him to drop At, at Wrestlemania 20 To John Cena Which would have been uh, John Cena's first Wrestlemania And really? his first of many Because I think he's featured Near enough all of them since Yeah, Unfortunately yeah, because he was originally going to miss a WrestleMania because of that whole injury, but then he came back, surprise, surprise, yeah. horrible. And then we had a biker mice from Mars. Sorry, a biker chain match for WWE title. Champion Brock Lesnar beat The Undertaker. Says Slam. Slam. Was this match a standout candidate of the year? Probably not, to be fair. I think their only decent match was the No Mercy 2002 match. The hair. Hell, and hell. Oh God! Survivor Series time. American Airlines Arena in Dallas, Texas, on the 16th of November 2003. Kurt Angle-lings, John Cena-lings, Captain Planet-lings, and Bradshaw 
beat Bob and Bob Holly. Now Bob Holly basically Spark came Bob. back because um, we went Brock. You broke my neck. I'm coming for you. So basically, Mr. No Charisma. Basically, they'd all been announced, and then Bob Holly came down and started beating the tar out of Brock Lesnar, mm-hmm. threw him in the steps, and the referee was saying, "Hey, stop that, Brock Plug!" And he goes, "I don't know, Spark Plug, what are you talking about?" I've been that car driver, <laughs> <laughs> vroom, vroom. and then he and then he got um, taken away. Um, he got disqualified okay. before he even started. Um, Idiot. They were against the team of Brock Lesnar, The Big Show, Albert, Warning, 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 Rolf Harris, or Nathan Jones, and... Do you know what it is yet? Matt Morgan. I remember that. Oh, my goodness. Backstage and all that sort of thing. That was hilarious. So, yeah. I do feel sorry for Matt Morgan not getting a proper, you know, push and all with WWE. would have... He's the sort of guy you would have expected Vince to have wanted to push. Yeah, I would have just pushed, go and say I would have pushed him to the moon more than either Albert or Nathan Jones. Oh yeah, by a mile. By um, a mile. But um, Kurt Angle team, obviously Team Angle beat Team Lesnar. Mm-hmm. Then we had a woman's title uh, champion Molly Holly uh, was fighting Lita, and Molly Holly won. Boo. And then we had a hospital van match, which is of course an ambulance match, mm. and that's Kane, and he beat Shane McMahon, put him in an ambulance, and said, "Take that piece of crap out of here." He, Shane, always just gets the tar kicked out of him. I remember this match. That the fact is that Kane basically went to town on Shane, and. Uh, basically like hit him into the ambulance and hit him with stuff and Shane kept getting up and there was he got a lot of backstage heat because he wasn't selling the moves yeah. you know like he was kind of a well this is the thing with Shane is people can nearly it's the sort of whole Shane has such a resilience in his in-ring character in all his matches that he mm. you know he gets the tar beat out and did 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 and then he'll come back and then he'll usually get beat but he shows a lot of Plucky stuff, you know, he's got the right stuff to fight away, but I suppose people would get a wee bit annoyed because it's Kane and like he's meant to be the big red monster and yeah. that sort of a thing. WWE champ- tag team title match, champions Basham Brothers beat Los Guerreros. No, is bad, man. Basham Brothers? Basham Brothers were one of the worst tag teams in the history of WWE. Uh, apart from the Dicks. Gemini as well. G- Gemini, they're the ones Simon Dean dealt with Gemini were the ones with Simon Dean but then you also had the dicks as well so yeah. you did and we're not just calling them dicks they literally were the dicks and were the ones called the ones that had the, the like the boa stuff and they were like dancing before the start oh that was oh your man I know who you mean give me a minute I will find out who it is okay so then I know we, it's your it's <sighs> then we had a classic Survivor Series match um, Stone Cold Steve Austin's team versus Eric Bischoff's team if Austin's team wins the Rattlestate can whoop ass anytime he wants if Bischoff's team wins the heartthrobs oh god they were damn. awful and then of course you eventually have down the line you have Juice and Domino yeah Superflies something yeah. I can't catch people um, I just Bischoff, want to break Undertaker's neck. If Bischoff's team wins, Austin is no longer G- co-GM of Raw. Oh, oh. So Stone Cold Steve Austin's team was Shawn Michaels, Rob Van Dam, Booker T and the Dudley Boys. And uh, Bischoff's team was Mark Henry, Randy Orton, Scott Steiner, Christian and Chris 
Jericho. Jericho. I came down for the Austin lost, and then Austin came out later on. We're like, oh, this is where it all started. Blah blah blah. And I put a beer in the ring. Went bye, and never see me again. Like, oh, hello. See him again. I see you. You're there. And then we had a buried alive match. Vince McMahon beat the Undertaker due to some help from Kane. Yeah, and it was all part of Kane's plan. Yeah, because then WrestleMania 20 was Kane vs. Undertaker. I buried you alive! And then he's like, brother, I love you again. And that was all part of his plan. And then he's like, brother, I hate you again. And it's like, all part of the plan. And <laughs> Paul Bear would be like, Undertaker, he come back and he helps him. And then he's like... Oh, yes, and then Undertaker, the spiritual being of awesomeness that he is, kiss light shined in his eyes. And then that's that. World Heavyweight Title Champion Goldberg beat Triple H. That's basically it for Survivor Series. Uh, the only <laughs> thing that was, to say there then. The only thing really memorable about that is, of course, the Survivor Series style matches. Mm-hmm. Um, then we move on to Armageddon, the last chance to win a championship, the last chance for glory, the last big event of the year, the last piece of the puzzle. What puzzle? DVD extras include the return of Mick Foley, 12th of uh, 12th of the... No, hold on. All right. It's the 12th, 03. The Rock returns, plus much more. Plus is spelled with a capital P, then capital L, then small U.S. Uh, proofreading, people. Yes. That's what is Amer- up with Triple H? copy, though, isn't it? No. No? Triple H is weird in the back of that. Because it's 8-12, not 12-8, because then it'd be like, Mick Foley returns in August. So, we have Booker T. He beat, Mark, he beat Mark Henry, and Mark Henry go, I'm the world's strongest man, but I'm crap. I signed like a 20-year contract or some nonsense. He really did sign like a stupidly nonsense contract, didn't he? Yeah, I think it's just due to run out. Yeah. Like, so I think he's going to retire, thank God. Aye. So this is, obviously, then, this is obviously why recently Mark Henry turned heel and was like going to go on a rampage. And then we had... Uh, an intercontinental championship match um, Randy Orton beating uh, Rob Van Dam um, to win the match and special guest referee was Fat Foley again again yep just go away give my headpiece it's just like Randy Orton pump him in the skull get ready then we had the battle of the sexes Chris Stratus leader versus Chris Jericho and Christian this was the time that um, they were saying about a bit yeah, dollar a, a dollar Canadian dollar that I'll get like Trish to sleep with me first and we're like dude Trish was totally pissed off and then she was like mmm I like Christian and we're like mmm yeah exactly and, not Rocky uh, Balboa thing around in there uh, I just need to confirm this yes uh, Chris Jericho and Christian beat Lita and Trish Stratus really? Sh- yep Shawn Michaels beat Batista um, I, I remember f- this match memory serves um, I think Ric Flair passed something to Batista and Michaels was like Bleh. up on Batista's shoulders or something and Batista punched him that's when I read. but it was a decent enough rematch him and Sean always actually ended up having good rematches whether that was because Sean was so good is another thing yeah well I think Michaels may have no I think Michaels won that yeah Sean Michaels beat Batista mm-hmm. then we had Matt Hardy against Maven Matt Hardy uh, beat Maven when Maven was injured before the match by Batista. So obviously Sean was Michaels he not still injured from being ripped to shreds by Undertaker after the Royal Rumble? He was never eliminated from. No, because that was a year ago. I know that's what I'm saying. Could he not still be injured from then? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I would be if I was maybe he's still maybe he's still 
pulling the popcorn out of his eyebrows. I don't it's know. True, yes. Um, so obviously Batista went backstage and beat the tar out of Maven. I think this is really the last time. Um, no, I think at Survivor Series 2004 we see Maven yeah. again, and then that's whenever he, it's that's him. You're surprising. I think was he in the company like four or five years? It's pretty surprising. So then we had t- tag team turmoil. Um, which had the champions, the Dudley Boys, Scott Steiner and Testicles, Rob Conway and Rene Dupree, the Hurricane and Rosie, Lance Storm and Val Venus. Hello, ladies. It's HIT. And, and we had Mark Jindrak and Garrison Kidd, who, of course, was the um, late Lance Kidd. Mm-hmm. Um, then we had, um, I think it was the Dudley Boys thought they won, and then Ric Flair and Batista came down. Yes. And, um, so our evolution got all the belts. Yep, and then that's whenever they um, beat them. Because um, Batista said on his DVD, um, Ric Flair's DVD, that was an honour for him to hold it. That was his would first be for, major, it would be for anybody. That was his ma- first major title. And obviously, Randy had just won his first major title, the Intercontinental Championship, on the same pay per view. Uh, uh, and then Triple H was like, I win everything. Uh, women's title, champion Molly Holly beat Ivory. Yeah. World Heavyweight Title Triple H beat Champion Goldberg and Kane to win the title. So Evolution had everything except the women's title. And very much like the Four Horsemen. This is true because that's obviously what they wanted to gear it up like. Yep. Because obviously, Rick always was world title, and you had the tag team title. Ripping up this I give up. I give up. You done then? Is that all the pay per views for two thousand three? Yep, that's us all done. Cool. So, ladies and gentlemen, we hope you enjoyed that as much as we did. Um, ben, I think your you know, thoughts of 2003 were a wee bit biased, simply because of uh, Captain America. <laughs> but then she turned out to be Hulk Hogan. Oh, my God! Well, it's actually Mr. America, not Captain America. Captain America, Captain Planet. That's a spoiler if everyone's going to the cinema to see Captain Shall America. I, uh, going, Brother, look at me, I'm Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Captain America. But yes, he was Hulk Hogan at the end of the day. So, in case you didn't know. what are we going to do next episode, Chris? What are we wanting to do next? Do we want to talk about Edge, Mr. Perfect, or whoever we were going to talk about? I think we'll do about? Mr. Perfect. I think we'll leave Edge for a while. Yeah. I think I think we'll leave, leave Edge for a while. while. If you're looking to get an Edge rated R retrospective, triple R, um, go to um, www.totalwrestlingshow.com. Um, they have the link there or you can sc- subscribe to them via iTunes mm. um, goes on for about two or three hours a great lesson fantastic lesson yeah you have a little voicemail from me at the end of it and then you have his retirement speeches as well so um, I also have one to do with Tough Enough before it came back and Shawn Michaels was her first one as well mm. which um, are really good listen um, but obviously we will ha- be having ours I think next time well, there's we the plan for later this year for another Edge DVD and more of a documentary it was going to be something else supposedly but they're going to change it up now because he's actually retired so you never know we may uh, do an episode later in the year when that comes out yeah. we will do Edge at some stage but I just don't think we'll do it now whenever yeah. so many shows have covered it I think it'll be a case of you know Edge overload yeah, but, um, but let him have a rest. Next episode, we'll be doing um, Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase, and Mr. Perfect. So, what you can do is you can head over to popculturenetwork.com. Dot com. And just click, there's a pro wrestling button there. Um, just even type in there, um, or even if you want to type it in, Operation Retroshock, whatever way you want to do it. 
um, just type in ideas for show mm-hmm. and then if there's two wrestlers um, you want us to cover try and keep it WWE not that we don't really know a lot about WCW or TNA but We'll try to keep it just WWE. Because everybody, you know, everybody knows WWE. Everybody knows WWE's past. Yeah. So it appeals to more of a wide, you know, a wider audience. Pretty much, yeah. But it's just a case of right in there, very much like you can with RetroShock. Or what you can do is you can email Alan at his email address, which is Alan Price at popculturenetwork.com. That is A L L A N. P-R-I-C-E. And remember, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, please make sure to write in your subject title that you're specifically contacting RetroShock. Don't just go, hey, or anything like that, because it'll end up in my junk folder and I'll get deleted. So specifically put in WrestleShock or Operation RetroShock, whatever your ideas are, and then send them to me as well. Yes, and mine is vintomanapopculturenetwork.com. My spam email has been sorted out. It was a case of some fool on the internet thought it'd be fun to... um, Pretend to be you. Pretend to be me, and I was setting up some giveaway, and uh, people were saying... Somebody on the Pop Culture Network forums was kind enough to point this out. Now, unfortunately, I can't remember your name, but if you are listening and you know who you are, uh, thanks for pointing that out. I actually went and registered as the real Vento Man and wrote, this guy's a fake, there is no prize. Don't be expecting to contact my, that email address and expect me to give you something because mm-hmm. I haven't sorted this out. Um, because people were saying, I know he is like a moderator on the Pop Culture Network forum, mm-hmm. so he, it, it, it does exist. Um, so if people are going to contact me, I've checked my my... Pop Culture Network one gets actually rerouted to my Google Mail now. Yeah. I've actually set up a separate account in case this happens again. Yeah. Um, but if you contact me there or you can hop on Skype, um, my username is Vinto316. You can leave a voicemail to either um, Master Universe Chronicles, Operation Retroshock, or WrestleShock. And very much like Alan, just type in the. It uh, just takes two seconds. Just type in the subject heading, RetroShock listener, or you know, like um, Pop Culture Network fan, something like that. Don't just type out hello or I need your help or because I'm not a woman Kenobi or anything <laughs> like that. But um, you're my only hope. Just make sure you put in something for, so we know who you are and we can contact you as well. Um, and by the time of this recording, by the time of this being put out. Um, Debs and Steals Steal something or other Arnold Rimmer-esque um, <laughs> they, they will have got their prizes as well um, and drop, drop us a voicemail For the next episode of WrestleShock Giving us your review Or your opinions of the Andre DVD Yes indeed But Debs may game end up again on Andre DVD she may be in something special, but I don't know. But um, it's just be some a slice of bread. There you go. Yay! We want bread, please. Thank you. <laughs> um, um, speaking of genuine giveaways, we will have a giveaway competition to announce on the next episode of Retro Shock. So basically, a what you, big one. Basically, what you have to do is you will have to connect your earphones. Uh-huh. Uh, to your iPod or whatever and listen to us and just basically see uh, what we're going to be giving away. Exactly, and uh, we will not give you any more hints to that. It is, well, I'll say... Alan, leave me alone. (sighs) Not leave me alone. Just leave me alone. Fair enough. So yes, tune in for the next episode. That's a hint, by the way, people. Shh, don't tell nobody. Um, but yeah, tune in to the next episode of Retro Shock. We will reveal all. And uh, 
it is a very good prize. I'm sure everybody will be happy, or anybody would be happy, uh, if you have the necessary equipment for this. But uh, we'll see you then. And I've been Alan Price. I've been Chris Finn. Thank you very much for listening to episode two of Wrestle Shock. As always, go to Pop Culture Network, um, www.popculturenetwork.com. Click on the store. So many stuff there you can buy. Et all the other shows as well. All the amazing shows. Not in box. Turtle Toy Talk. Uh, Comics Corner of Ryan Porter. Um, you have that new toy smell. Figures which Chris appeared in the hundredth episode. Yeah, it was such fun, and we didn't even take commercial break on that episode, if you noticed that. Crazy, uh, crazy marathon. Yeah, it was a crazy marathon. Uh, basically just um, asked us how we all came into the site, and uh, the guys I've always talked to on a regular basis. So hopefully we will get a certain Pixel Dan on to do with a um, certain game franchise that he seems to really like, <laughs> and uh, we'll talk to him about that. But until then, we fare you adieu. And uh, until the next time you hear us to do with Operation Retroshock, and as Alan said earlier on, the giveaway of all giveaways from Retroshock. We shall see you then. Why are you waving? They can't see you. Bye bye. <laughs> bye, Zing. When it comes.